We move, we flow. How we move in this world becomes who we are. And what you see is really just a whole bunch of vibrating molecules. We're not actually solid beings. That's why it's so important that we help these bodies to move in just such a way that we light up the world brighter and brighter every day. Let's move into this episode. Thanks for tuning in. Let's see what we learned today. Today we're talking about movement because I received multiple signs that that is a good focus for me right now. And so here we are. (laughs) That's really enough reason for me. Also, as I've been kind of letting it percolate, as the podcast has been kind of starting within me, some new revelations have come about and perhaps they will be novel to you. Um, Some of them are novel to me. So let's share, let's talk about it for the beginning. Let us note that as Western society where I was raised in, we acknowledge the value of movement. In most education systems, we require physical education or PE. We have sports to help it happen. And throughout whatever community curriculum you see, typically there will be physical activities encouraged. So that's kind of like an external level in which this mandate is manifesting. However, there are many innate reasons why motion is good for us. Just moving even at all, especially if we haven't moved for a little while. For instance, sitting at a desk. Let's get metaphysical on it. Let's talk about emotion. E- is a word particle, a prefix that means out. And motion is like motion, which we're talking about, movement. So emotion is moving out. Therefore, when we have an emotion, it helps to move it out. The word itself is telling us how to, how to treat it, how to treat an emotion. So say we have a lot of sadness okay, that's human. I feel as if everyone has been there at some point. One possible remedy to that could be to move. Move how? Maybe we don't feel like getting out of bed. Maybe if we are to tell ourselves, I'd love myself. I deserve to feel better than this. I don't deserve to feel these emotions that are stagnant. So, okay. All right. Maybe the next time everyone here on this podcast who's listening can agree, we will get out of bed when we don't necessarily feel like it, if, we're feel, if, we're, if we are bathing in something that doesn't feel good. Because when you get up and move, what happens is that it moves too. And it happens to move out of you as your body processes everything it needs to process for you to feel good. Not only that, but our brains are these mythical, magical little things with all this ability to make beautiful hormones for us. 
And so when we exercise, we've got great things going on, adrenaline, endorphins, all these things. And those are just jazzy. They just like snazz up the place. They help us feel so good. So movement helps us with that. I think what initially made me want to make a podcast on movement is that I have been starting to experience ecstatic dance. And so I'm going to talk about that. But before that, I want to talk about something else on more of a micro level, just to kind of like get us all on the same page. And this is a new realization that I had just before sharing this podcast. So I know that um, when we when we vibrate or gyrate our bodies, so when we like shake like that, it actually helps to move um, move stuff out of the lymph nodes. Lymph nodes are are there to help us to to help our immune system to help clear things out that aren't necessarily welcome guests in our bodies. So the shaking helps that. So why does it help it? And to me, it feels like the lymph nodes are like a filter for the body. And then I started thinking, wait a second, there are lots of filters in the body. So you know, the liver is a filter, the kidneys are a filter, the heart, the lungs, these things are filtering different things inside of our body. They, that's just part of their functioning. And so they're filters, and then I imagine a filter. Like you can imagine a coffee filter, right? And you put the coffee in, then you put the water in, and then the water gets kind of stuck at the top, right? Because the coffee's so clogged in there. So what do you do? How do you get, how do you get the water through when it's stuck? You shake it, <laughs> you shake the coffee filter, you shake the machine or whatever, and then it kind of like moves the granules enough to like, for the water to go through. And then it brings some of the coffee out or whatever, you know? So I'm imagining like that mechanism of a filter. And if you shake it, then it helps the things to be filtered. And what are, what are our body parts trying to do? They're trying to filter. So that's helping our lymph nodes, that's helping our, our kidneys, our liver, our lungs, our hearts. Every part of our body that has a filter in it is being helped when we move. And if you can't tell, I'm kind of moving during this podcast because I am of that nature. I like to do, as I say, when I'm saying it, I prefer that. I'm not, I don't want to be an armchair anthropologist so much. I want to be here now. And so I am. I'm letting my body do its work more for filtering. And I've been feeling this. And you know what? It feels good to move. And no matter if you're a tiny baby, so you, or you have a tiny baby, and you're helping this baby to move when they need exercise, they need stretching, they need massage, whatever it is. Or if you are an elderly person and you can only move parts of your body or only move in certain ways or at certain speeds, there are some ways that you can move or you can be moved. And I would suggest very gently in the most enjoyable way, go for that. Go for that one and help your baby to do that. Movement is so incredible. For babies, obviously you don't shake the baby because that's not, that's not healthy for the baby's brain because of the developmental stage that the skull and the brain are at so they're not like together yet so that's what I would recommend though and that's also part of the gentle thing right you want to be gentle you want to be really as gentle as gentle with a little baby as you would with an elderly person as you would with yourself whether you're a baby or an elderly person or anywhere in between 
You want to be gentle. You want to be loving and you want to enjoy. So for me, when I'm at an ecstatic dance, and this is what I said I would share about, because this is really, really strange, like, I guess, but so incredible. And I feel so blessed to be able to do it. And, and I actually, this week I didn't go because my daughter was needing me this week. And that's just what happens. You sometimes you change your schedule and that also is part of the movement too. Changing things up sometimes, changing your schedule, letting that move, letting there be room for divine intervention, right? Letting love get in there, letting you shift, letting you grow, letting it evolve, letting you evolve. So I didn't go this week to exact dance. However, I have gone, um, pretty regularly, at least once or twice a week. And for the last few months since I've been in Austin, and that's just like absolutely been transformative and incredible because I'm freely letting my body just flow and move. And it's moving with the music and it's moving from inside, from my heart space in just whichever way feels good. And I don't have to worry about people looking at me or thinking I'm weird because everybody is dancing in whichever way they want. So you know, are they judging themselves? I would say that the only way that they would judge me is if they're judging themselves. And so I, I also understand that this community has a stated purpose to avoid those kinds of judgment. And so when we let go of that judgment within ourselves, we can find whatever movement works. We don't have to keep coming up with ideas not to move because no matter what, that movement is enjoyable. Another way to phrase this kind of movement is like raising your vibration. So what I said in the beginning at some point was that we're not really totally solid beings. We are moving. Our molecules aren't glued together like permanently, permanently. They come together, they're magnetized in whichever ways. And, you know, there actually is space in between the molecules of our body. So even though we appear to be solid beings, there is space in here. So when we move, we raise the vibration of those molecules in that space. So the molecules are moving with us, obviously, but then they're also moving together in new ways. And things that have been latent are being able to be expressed so chemical reactions are coming into play a lot more. So for, on that note, when we do move, when we dance, when we run, when we get out of the chair and do something, we may also have emotions coming up. Makes sense, right? So the moving out, we start to, start to have memories or emotions. Kyle Gray pulled a card this week. That said, move your body. And I actually am familiar with the deck that he uses because it's one that he created. And I know the card and I, I, have, a comp I have a lot of um, associations with it from doing readings. And it really resonated with me. And I knew that that was for me. It's for the planet too because we all shift together. <sighs> and it feels good, obviously. So, so I got that and then I'm just feeling like, um, well, I obviously have to replace ecstatic dance this week because I normally would do really intensive exercise for three hours, 
and you know there are just lots of little cues and clues and that's how we want to live our lives is to be open to that back and forth I feel like I have been taught by many people who are not so much into the back and forth but really more into only input and I want to move move I want to expand that into an input output um, model I want to feel the give and the take I want to to see the world around me as a response to what I'm doing and who I am and and I don't just want to but I do I do I see it more and more because as I'm taking chances and as I'm expressing more gratitude in this world and choosing positivity and trusting God trusting God's goodwill trusting the highest trusting love I'm feeling powerful confirmations. I'm receiving lots of beautiful guidance and serendipities, happenstances in return. And it's, it's, it's getting, um, it's just, I'm really grateful that this is the kind of way. And I, I think that brings us back to the body and exercise. Because it helps the cyclical nature of our being. It helps us to both receive in the world, like consume. So as we're like taking food or taking in entertainment or taking in conversation, taking in this podcast, taking in um, a beautiful sunset, you know. We're also creating. We're also moving. When we, when we, when we dance, when we act, when we, when we, even when we, we, we run, we skip. <laughs> we are, we're transmuting. We're using the fuel, so we're no longer just consuming. We are creating. We are creating. We are creating this body. We are creating our our appearance we are creating our expression in this world we are we are also creating our emotional state emotional state motion is in there we are attributing to that So to me, that's, that's definitely been something that stood out in the last few years is just an analysis of how much am I consuming and how much am I creating? It can be tempting to consume a lot. If we are sitting at a desk and, you know, we're typing away, there can be any level of creativity in your work, but, you know, who knows what it is. And then what do we do when we get home, right? Are we going to continue to look at a screen? That's a viable option, right? Not not a vital option. And so we can use things that we consume as well to jump off also into a creative place. Like perhaps somebody might listen to this podcast, maybe you, <laughs> and decide I'm going to go for a run. And then, you know, they go for a run. They start to feel like really alive. Stretching first, being gentle with the body, moving only as quickly as they would want to, loving 
loving yourself, loving themselves. And, um, you know, or maybe some other episode they listen to and they want to create or something. Or maybe you watch, you want to come home and you watch a YouTube of somebody who inspires you. And then you're launched into doing something else. You could even make a list if you want. And a list of the things that you love. And then maybe you want to start to feel grateful for those things. And that's something that I've really been really been feeling into as I have, um, especially in the timeline of creating this podcast is I, the first episode was gratitude, but I've been, I've been practicing gratitude in a much more strenuous way. If that even works, (laughs) that word. And it's been hugely, enormously impactful in my life, which is really cool that something that seems so simple and actually that seems like could only be you know it's funny because that brings us back to the consumerism or the creation because it can be looked at that gratitude is only the result of something consumed something that you've received but in reality gratitude is creative it it is creative because what you're doing is you're creating this extremely vibrant ecosystem in your body with all these beautiful hormones and you're making yourself a conduit for really beautiful energy and healing and love and laughter when we feel gratitude you can feel the power of that you can try feeling gratitude by saying thank you thank you thank you thank you and pick something you're thankful for now you can even do it by picking something that you will be grateful for, something that you're going to have. So I guess that's like another little bit on gratitude that's in the movement episode, which, of course, the movement episode would have a lot going on. I'm really grateful that everyone is here. I'm grateful that somehow you have moved into picking up this whatever device you're listening on and pressing the buttons to play this in whatever, maybe it was some kind of serendipitous way. Maybe something felt right about it and you don't even know, you don't even have to know what, or maybe it was just like so clear that this is your, your feeling, that this is your tribe, that this is your, your home, your home sound. (laughs) Oftentimes that's how I feel when I pick something up. And we deserve that. We deserve to feel at home where we are. Thank you so much for being here, for the movement, for the flow. I guess our assignment for this week is to do something where you move something new, something different, something enjoyable. And so we don't have to be alarmed if something comes up because as long as we stay moving and, of course, drinking lots of water and listening to our bodies. Those things combined will make for a beautiful and smooth evolution and transformation through the processes that are necessary. I will share on a very personal level why movement is so important for me right now. And that is because I made a major change in my nutrition on for the better. And so 
it's a good time right now because my body, because I'm no longer taking in toxins, like basically I completely gave up eating desserts like forever. <laughs> that is just my commitment. It's, and, and why did I choose that? Because that's been my thing that I would always go to. And so it's the only way I'm, you know, 34 years old now. And I haven't been able to manage my eating properly by finding anything in between because something with the sweets, I don't know. And so I have decided to give them up completely, not for a week or a year, but forever, like no desserts. That's just like the word. And so, I mean, it's, it's like sweets. I can eat fruit. I don't know how I do it, but no desserts. I mean, that's obviously very clear. So my body's kind of changing a little bit, but it's, it's, it now needs the movement to, to keep the shifts happening. It needs the movement to move everything through to, to let my body do its processes as now it has a new way of being vital. I'm no longer taking in toxic sugar molecules and so now my body's like, ooh, yeah, okay, I can be more energized. Okay, I can do more things. I can, I can be a completely different way. Like, and so one of the signs I got was from Kyle Gray. He sends a, an email to me, and he pulled a card. And by the way, yes, I do. I read cards, um, not traditional tarot. That doesn't suit me, but... Um, two, I have like several decks, but, um, they're typically around angels and angel guides. So guides like similar to angels or like, um, really in the love type of stuff. Very much like my speaking where I don't, I don't jump into the foreboding or the warning type stuff. I choose more. What's the highest? What's the most loving? What's the, the great, the inspirational? Mm -hmm.